Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Actual Quick Look and it's quite a happy occasion because it's been so long since we've had Alienware products here on the desk but finally we convinced them to send over the X14 which they claim, and I have no reason to particularly doubt that, the thinnest gaming laptop of any kind that we have here. It's the Alienware X14 and it is 14.5 millimeters thick. That is like MacBook Air-esque thin. So if you are per definition or categorically looking for something which is saving a lot of space in your bag and not too heavy in general while you want some kind of gaming chops, well, then there really isn't a lot of contest in this particular space. Again, 14.5 millimeters. That's thinner than a lot of sort of standard, even sort of creator-esque laptops. That's LG Graham levels, again, MacBook Air, um, Dell XPS levels, and again, this is really fitted with some specifications and particularly a screen that you won't get anywhere else. So, already off to a great start. Design-wise, I think Alienware has toned it down ever so slightly over the years. I mean, you still get this glowing Alienware logo in the middle of everything, which obviously is going to give it away. And you have like this gamer-ish like 14 edged into it. But apart from that, it's just a white laptop. I think the main thing that gives it away, actually, apart from that, is the fact that this entire backside of the uh, of the chassis has been dedicated to cooling. That means that they've pushed the hinge for the screen forward. But that also means, in what now we're talking about good design decisions, that all of the ports are here on the back. And the thing is, I would argue that ports on the back makes sense for laptops other than gaming laptops as well because you want things out of the way so that's really neat as well and you got a good selection of ports here so you got um two thunderbolt uh ports here at the back alongside standard usb type a a micro sd card slot hdmi and a uh a usb type c port for charging because this laptop uses a usb type c 130 watt charger Something that we've been wanting for years because every time we see big new sort of creator laptops like Dell XPSs, for instance, get USB Type-C, what we're seeing in the gaming laptop space are these fucking barrel connectors that just feel cheap, that break off, that is proprietary so you can't, can't charge it with the stuff that you already have. Dumb. This will get you there, which is awesome. So apart from that, what do you get in the X14? Well, inside we get an i7, an, an Intel i7-12700H, very good. Um, you get an RTX 3060, uh, and in this particular case, 16 gigs of LPDDR5 RAM. Now, that uh, 16 gigs of RAM is a bit deceptive because it's actually single channel. That means it's one stick of RAM, and that actually hampers performance quite a lot but you can spec it in such a way that you get 32 gigs of RAM and that'll obviously be dual channel, or you can fill it out yourself. That might be the way to go. And you can also fiddle with how much the, uh, the NVMe SSD is going to be space-wise. So the, basically there's a number of different SKUs as with Alienware and Dell in general. You can go from an i5 to an i7, um, 3050 to 3060, uh, 512 gigs to one terabyte and 16 to 32 gigs of LPDDR5 RAM. But the, what we have here is the i7, the 3060, 16 gigs of RAM, and that gave us pretty impressive uh, um, scores overall. Um, 
But I think apart from sort of the scores, which were very on par with what we expect for those internal components in general, I want to talk about just using it. So first off, disappointing wise, if we want to go there, I mean, it's not a 16 by 10 screen. It's not a three by two. It's 16 by nine, meaning that you get this huge chin on the bottom here, which eats up so much of the available space, which is just still such a freaking shame. Furthermore, this keyboard isn't really anything special and the trackpad is minuscule. And I mean, sure, Dell didn't have a lot of space to work with on this Alienware machine. But you could also make the case that all of this perforation here was made for cooling, which it sorely needs, by the way, but they haven't made any kind of awesome speakers with all this perforation. So maybe it could have been made in such a way that the keyboard was moved up a little bit, the trackpad enlarged so that you could use it for all kinds of different things apart from gaming, and then given us a bit more screen. All of these are sacrifices which are harder to swallow when the machine is the as expensive as it is. But that all leads us to the screen. This particular screen is fucking awesome. It's 144 hertz. It's 1080p, obviously, but that also means that it's much, it has a much easier time reaching the frame rates that it's supposed to on the 144 hertz screen, since the games are locked at 1080p. Anything else would be to just throw away free performance. So 144 hertz, but that's not actually the great part of it. It's a Dolby Vision uh, LP, uh, uh, IPS LCD. And when we ran like just basic color gamut coverage tests, it's 100% sRGB, it's nearly 100% DCI-P3, meaning that this is closing in on being a good sort of uh, content creation laptop, at least at semi-pro levels. So that means color grading, um, video editing, photo editing in particular. So that is really awesome. And there's more good news. So inside here, we have, like I'm guessing that it runs along the back here or along the front, an 80 watt hour battery, which gives us around four to five hours away from the wall when you are like favoring the battery saver modes on the performance slider. That is really, really cool. Like it's so small, yet they haven't sacrificed battery life. Really nice. And it's so thin, yet it lasts. That's great. So are there any compromises? Well, yes. First of all, we didn't notice any thermal throttling while testing this machine, which is amazing. There's a vapor chamber cooling here. There are separate fans on both the CPU and the GPU to help with that. And we didn't see any thermal throttling. It was actually performing quite awesomely at the lower 90s on the CPU and the lower 80s on the GPU. Very good. The one major compromise is noise because this makes a lot of noise. This makes noise when you are writing in Google Docs or spending time in Google Chrome. And as soon as you start gaming or particularly doing synthetic benchmarks, this spins up like a stab rat. It was awful. So if you want this, and there's a lot of reasons why you might want one, you need good noise canceling headphones. That's all for the X14. Thank you so much for watching.